Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and we are going to be talking to Heart to Heal Ministry today. A little bit of history of how we met them. We were at a conference in September, I believe, in the Boise, Idaho area, and it's where we were able to meet Dr. Ryan Cole and Dr. Peter McCullough. I'd met Dr. Ryan Cole before. He's become a good friend over the last few years. Um, met him a few times, and they were guest speakers at this Heart to Heal Ministry um, conference, and so we were super excited to take place in that, to take part in that, and to uh, listen in and be with a lot of like-minded, freedom-loving people. So today, you are going to Heart to Heal Ministry is going to tell us about um, their medical freedom community um, for patients and healthcare providers. So um, Amanda and Tyler, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So Amanda, tell us a little bit about Heart to Heal Ministries. Okay. Well, Heart to Heal is a ministry that's forming in the Treasure Valley area here in Idaho that has come out of Um, the need for medical freedom and some other express needs within our community. And we are a group of just like-minded believers who said, you know what, we can use the tools, the connections and the passion that we have to serve people the way that Christ would have us serve to make a difference in our community. And so right now we are working on um, providing mobile and soon urgent and primary care facility right here in the Valley to see patients and to employ providers and to also, we are very passionate about marrying the allopathic and more naturopathic care as an integrative um, offering to to the people that we meet around our neighborhoods and around our churches and schools every day. So that's what we're working on. Awesome, so Tyler, give us uh, what your rundown is about the ministry. Yeah, so actually, <clears throat> my involvement with the ministry is uh, with Amanda. We kind of spearheaded this whole thing after many, I would say, years or months of prayer. Um, and it kind of just came to a head where God put us in the right place at the right time to meet each other. Um, and then we decided that uh, we needed to do something different here in the Treasure Valley. The Treasure Valley is right for the picking uh, for a medical ministry that is all about first of all, taking care of patients the way that Christ would take care of them um, and getting rid of the government and oversight and all the crap that has infiltrated our medical system for many, many, many years. So now we'll get to that later. (laughs) Yeah, we could have a whole topic on that. Um, Yes. And actually, I wrote a book about it and we'll talk a little bit about it. But my book was called is called um, Sickened, How the Government Ruined Healthcare and how to fix it and you guys being guests on our podcast will actually get um copies of the book so um excited to share that with you and and you're you're right i mean the the government is what caused all of this mess Mm -hmm. Um, and my book goes into the history of that and the only way we are going to fix it it's not from government intervention it's from us getting out of the system and creating a new system that's the only way the government system is so big um, and so bloated, you can't fix the system. You got to get right. out of the system. Although I'm not going to give up on that part because <laughs> I am a patriotic American and I do believe in the end we need to completely abolish Medicare and Medicaid because that's exactly mm-hmm. what's wrong with the system. So yep. 
That's why from the very early on, we really came on this word, this reimagined healthcare. And I think that's really what it is. It's not rewriting it. It's just reimagining it altogether. Yeah. And Janet, what kind of questions do you have for that? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for allowing us to participate this summer. It was very uh, helpful for both Sean and I. We actually had a, a um, uh, ARNP that joined us as well. And I think as healthcare providers, we, we have this hole that needs to be filled with like-minded people because we went into this profession to help people. And when we see how devastating it has um, taken a 360 to the wrong side or 180, we it's very hard to comprehend. And it's very hard to keep going forward knowing you're doing the right thing, but yet you have a lot of pushback. I know the one provider that um, came with us, you know, he's in the midst of several lawsuits not because any harm came to his patients, but actually his patients survived, which is kind of strange. But um, the pushback is really very um, huge right now for practitioners and healthcare providers that actually want the medical freedom. And so thank you for that. We, 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 were, we were totally encouraged by that. And, and I can't tell you how that you know, gives you hope to keep going forward every day. Um, so my next, but my, but my question is, is that, so since there is this pushback, tell us about what's happening with the healthcare providers that you're working with. I mean, what do you see coming out of your area as far as signing on, jumping in and helping you? I mean, what, what does the demographics look like for that? Mm -hmm. So in our area here, we have two major, we'll call them box healthcare systems, right? Two major ones and one that's starting to, a third one that's starting to kind of compete. And what we were seeing, and the reason why actually Tyler and I had the conversation a year ago last week was through our different, just our community and our different circles, the temperature was really getting turned up, right? About a year ago. And these big boxes were starting to mandate things and mandate the vaccine and, you know, um, re reject and deny the exemptions. And the, so the murmuring was getting louder. Um, and so what we said was, let's just see how many healthcare providers we can get in one room and just have a conversation about, can we do something else? Can we band together as a community of like-minded people? And also, you know, our heart too was to remind these providers that they're not alone. Right. And so um, so that's what we kind of set out to do. So there was three of us, four of us um, that just threw out an announcement on social media. Within 24 hours, Tyler had over 125 responses. So our 50 seat guest was <laughs> blown out of the water and we found a church. And on the morning that we um, were going to have this meeting that we had met one one surgeon, one general surgeon already that what had banned into our mission, but also we met two other people, another provider, um, Dr. Charles Pinnock, who spoke as well in September, um, and then someone who was looking at business structure side. And that's how the five of us came to be the board, because that night we had 485 people show up at this church. And we had 23 different specialties. We had four different states represented and so what we heard was what's going on in this community is a need for freedom, yep. <laughs> a need for medical freedom. 
and patriotic Americans who are saying, listen, this is not what we thought we were going to have. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what's going on in our valley. The same the um, with the hospitals here, um, the vaccine is still mandated, although they're begging people to come back to work, of course, and there's a shortage. And so there are people working um, still that have been able to maintain their freedom to choose what jab is going in their bodies. Um, but the need is still great. And so that's where where we continue to pursue this passion. Well, and I and although every community is unique, um, I, I will say that I think that goes on in most every community is there's one or two big entities that control um, healthcare in the region. Um, and I will tell you, I travel all over the nation, um, you know, and see all kinds of healthcare places. And it's always that way, whether it's South Dakota, whether it's, you know, Moses Lake, Washington, whether it's Wenatchee, Washington, in all those places, there's usually one or two big entities that control the healthcare. And people are looking for alternatives. They really do. They either leave the area to, to seek healthcare elsewhere, or they want to find something that's an alternative. Um, and, and mostly it's because they want to, they want to be involved in their own healthcare decisions. And a lot of times those big hospital type places, they don't allow that. Mm -hmm. You're spot on. It is not just in this community or in your community. It is in every single community across the country. Mm -hmm. And I think that was really eye opening for us as we started after that first meeting, uh, we started getting phone calls and emails from all kinds of different people from across the United States, right. uh, looking for a job, looking for a facility to, to fly here to be seen or have their kids seen because they're so desperate right now that they're not able to have or make a decision for what's best for them or for their kids or for their mm -hmm. family members. I mean, <clears throat> look at a year ago. Yeah, we had friends that were uh, that kind of really pushed us over the edges friends that were healthcare workers were being fired for not taking the jab or mm. not doing this or not doing that friends parents friends i had two personal friends die in the hospital nobody was allowed to go see them uh, so mm. that's kind of the boiling point that amanda was talking about and yeah you're right it's across the country so i think we have a an extraordinary opportunity right now if we can all band together here to replicate a model in other states in other areas as well um, or figure out a way that we can all network together to work for specific specialties in certain areas where one state might provide xyz surgery we might provide urgent emergent care here and then kind of share and network the resources and people mm -hmm. yeah i definitely think that the um the need is is growing the not just the need but also the the movement is growing um and honestly i think jan and i have seen this for years that those hospital systems those big corporate healthcare systems um for the last 20 years they have not been doing a good job of taking care of people and we've noticed that in our community um it's one of the reasons that we've branched out out of our community and all over the nation because there are needs all over the nation and um you know for individualized health care and these big corporate entities they they don't meet that and they haven't for years i think what's happened in the last three years is they've finally been exposed it's all kind of and they're like okay people are like okay i'm done with this i i you know 
Um, so in some ways, I mean, it's, it's a tragedy it's what's happened the last three years at the hospitals, especially. Um, but it, it's really been going on for years. And this was just the straw that broke the camel's back. So I'm not that surprised, although I'm surprised how how evil it, it really got. You know, like you say, Tyler, two friends that died in the hospital and their family's not allowed to see them. I mean, that, that is that is barbaric. Mm -hmm. I, I, there is no, no, no excuse for that whatsoever. And on the provider side, it's part of what Janet asked, we're weekly getting contacted by providers that some have left the system and some have stayed in it. And they're just looking desperately for answers. I actually had one of the um, functional medicine nurse practitioners that's working with us. Um, I had her just start cataloging these providers. I mean, whether it's an oncologist or an immunologist or pediatricians or emergency room physicians, I, I, we just started getting such an influx of people reaching out to us um, that I, I was like, can you just at least start in some sort of organization so we can follow up with these people? Um, well, you can put two pharmacists on that list now. <laughs> yes, yes. Please. <laughs> You'll be sooner rather than later. Um, but we also, the hard part is, is that it breaks our hearts because oh. there's so much groundwork to our ministry and so much groundwork to putting in place the right protections so that we are, so we don't have to face what we're doing if if these mandates come back again so we don't have to do this over and over again that we're doing everything diligently with our legal team and our tax advisors and our cpas to make sure that we're doing it right and now we're at the starting line and we're ready to go and it's so exciting um so it's a constant prayer for us that we do feel like you know we it's been said over and over again we're going to get an influx of people who want to come work with us and healthcare providers that really want to take care of patients the way they dreamed they did when they first sat in medical school. But I also recognize that just because they would like to pull out of the system doesn't mean we are necessarily the right answer. And so that's just been heavy on my heart lately that the Lord will just bring us the right people that want to walk alongside us in this ministry. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful, Janet. No, I think I think you touched on something there too. It's it's that you do need the right mix of people, but it doesn't mean that you know. Once I feel like once you have this in place, it's it's something that you know it's a template, right? Yeah. You're you're building a template that other people in other states or other places are able to, um, you know, repeat because one it's like we don't have to, you know reinvent the wheel you can go out there and you know unfortunately i think for um people that have graduated or haven't graduated yet it's very it's very uh, dooming right now but this is hope like you say in the name it's, it's it's awesome because there is going to be i think more of a push either you stay in that system and accept what they are telling you or you're going to jump ship over to the other side and say, no, I'm not going to be a part of it. And that as a patient or a family or a provider. Well, I think one thing is too, is that this gives healthcare providers an option and some hope kind of, like I think I'm just going to, you know, piggyback on what Janet's saying. Cause I will tell you, 
there's a lot of good doctors and a lot of good nurses and, and pharmacists, um, all kinds of healthcare professionals over the last three years, they just got out. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they, they are so burnt out in healthcare because of what's happened. And it's too bad because those are some of the best ones that left. Right. And we need, we need good doctors. We need good nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need a good place for them to have their own freedom to take care of patients um, instead of being told by administrators how to take care of patients. Right. And that's, that's what's exciting to us too is um, like, I, I just, I just pray that those people who've been looking to get back in, are the ones that you know are able to come and and see alongside us as we build this community, and just work alongside us as hard as they can. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about where you're at in this process. Um, yes. Can a patient sign up yet? Can a provider sign up yet? How's this working? So we've got a website up and going. It contains um, blog updates and your ability to join our email list and our mailing list to stay up to date on what's happening. Uh, but like I alluded to, there's a lot of work that's had to go into behind the scenes. Um, and so where we are currently today is we have our base business structure set up. We are a private ministerial association. And so in the next 30 to 60 days, and this is why it'd be really important to join our um, email list. In the next 30 to 60 days, we will have an opportunity right here on our website to join our PMA as a member. Um, And what that means is there will be a small nominal annual fee and you will be able to give access to our membership um, and our services as they work. And what we've been working on with the next, for the last about 45 to 60 days is um, we're excited to say that we're going to have a pre-launch of mobile in-home services available for sick care and other and other scopes of, of illness through this winter, you know, bronchial illnesses, RSV, flu, strep, um, some care that can be done in the home. So that scope will be announced as well. Um, and then uh, we, and then from there, once we have our clinic facility available and open, we will have urgent care, primary care. Um, along, like I said, along with functional medicine and from, and then we will be able to serve. And once we're open in the physical facility here in the Treasure Valley, um, we will have a multi-tier membership. Um, and so our fees will be fee for service, or you can join as a member and have like an inclusive package of things that are available to you and your family on an annual basis. Um, and everything from, you know, urgent care visits to preventative care, IV therapies, um, different modalities like that. <clears throat> so that's where we're headed in the next six months. Um, but we're really excited about the pre-launch of being able to do mobile care and uh, some probably some telemedicine as well. So. so will it mostly be you're going to are you guys going to start in the in the Boise area where you guys where your ministry is located? Is that where you're going to start with? Yeah, we're going to start with that. Um, but we are open to out of state um, members and out of state um, patients. Um, so when I say members, their membership to be to be able to receive services and then patients, obviously, with appointments and care. 
Um, and so when it, depending on the situation, if we can take care of patients through telemedicine, we will. Um, but our goal is really to be that place where um, a family can bring their child or their elderly uh, parent and feel safe and not feel like they're going to be coerced or they're going to be made to feel guilty for their medical free ch freedom choices or separated from their loved one during care. Um, so a lot of that will lead to obviously the person face-to-face -face patient care. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for your guys' future. Um, mm -hmm. So what's, what's our call to action? What should we do now to help support you? We, we really just, we want to get the word out as much as possible. And so the best way for you to do that is join our community. Like I said, stay updated for, through the website. Um, but we also do have social media channels on Instagram and uh, uh, Telegram and Facebook. Um, and so we have a Facebook page and it, we stay up to date. We send updates and even some value information uh, on a every other week basis. Uh, we've got some great contributors, um, Dr. Panic, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Bowers, some others that, um, <clears throat> and we are excited to continue to work with them. Um, so that's our first is just, we want you to stay up to date and we want you to expand our community. And then also, if the Lord calls you, we're definitely accepting donations that are all tax deductible. And those right now are going towards staffing um, our next big hire. Uh, we have a project manager and a director of development right now. Our next big hire is a hospital administrator. How great will it be to have someone with experience who can go through all of those resumes and applications when we find our right people? Um, so donations to that, as well as getting our mobile care up and off the ground and start generating revenue. So that donate button is there on the website as well. And those are tax deductible. And you've got a couple more days in 2022 to claim that. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Amanda, tell us, what, what do you have a passion for? What got you into this? Oh, my goodness. That's a we need another 20 minutes for this. <laughs> but, um, I'll just give you a, a brief background on me. Um, we've been in the Valley for almost eight years. We've been in Idaho since 2015. Um, but I come from Canada. And so the lens in which I've experienced the last three years has been quite mind bending in a lot of ways, based on how my friends and family from my childhood have experienced COVID versus what we experienced here in Idaho, which in my circle was basically normal life because my kids were never sent home from school or anything like that. So um, for us, it was basically normal. Uh, but when I met my husband and before we got married, and then I decided that this is the Texan I was going to spend the rest of my life with, the number one thing I was afraid of was the medical system which for most Americans is probably confusing because the media tells you a lot about the Canadian healthcare system. But my personal experience for the first 22 years of my life was wonderful. And my dad worked in the hospital and then coming here, there was just something that I'd been always kind of ingrained that I was worried about that. But my very first job after getting my green card was with a faith-based chiropractic network. And that doctor at the time said, this is not healthcare. 
this is healthcare insurance. This is sick care insurance. Yeah. Right. And if you want healthcare, I don't ever want you to have to use this card. And I said, Oh, good. I don't have to be scared anymore. I can ask questions. <laughs> this makes sense to me. And their tagline is the power that made the body heals the body. And so I was convicted and that was prior to having children. So my husband and I started down the journey of making our own medical decisions from the time we got married before we started having our three kids. And so I now I've worked with over a dozen of the doctors in that network. Um, there's one here in the Valley that has her own radio show and she's very well known. Um, and, and then with, with a few other ones. And th really the reason why we moved to Idaho was because of my pursuit of this God made the body and God can heal the body. And that's kind of where my career has taken me in clinic management. So all of these things that started stirring around COVID, my husband and I looked at ourselves and said, fear does not make sense. Not trusting our immune system does not make sense. And we've never believed in these things that get shot in the arm. So how are we going to continue to raise our children in a world that honors what we believe. And so that's where, so it's interesting that now we're jumping into what you might think is a traditional medical clinic. But for me, it's easier to look from the outside in going, how do we unwind this red tape? What is really crucial to proper patient care versus red tape? You know, what are, what are these rules and regulations and coding and, you know, the processes of claim forms and the business side of, of clinic, let alone the actual patient care side, have we gotten so in the habit of doing because we've been told to do it versus what's actually best for the patient? So that's yeah, my passion yeah. is, <laughs> is really how do we unwind that? And then again, coming in as a 28-year-old adult into this American medical system, I am very, very passionate about educating patients on how to take control of their health despite their sick care insurance card. Mm -hmm. And so as we look at gathering members, something that I've, I've said we need to start talking to people about is what is there? It's not just dollars that are costing them in their health care. Mm -hmm. And how do we teach people how to make better choices with the health care with the insurance options they're given from their employer or from the government, how to make better choices with the options they have and supplement it with something that's actually going to give them a better quality of life. Um, so I'm heavy on the education side, um, but I'm also heavy on the community side. And I'm Tyler is excellent at this too, because he's been in the Valley so long, we're connecting the right people with the right conversation. And, um, and that's where we really see God using us, um, especially as we have so many providers and nurses and um, nurse practitioners and PAs come to us is um, having these conversations that are connecting the right people. And it's, it's a really tricky balance to have because of course, when we, it's one thing to look at how me as a parent is protecting my six and eight and 12 year old. But also we have people who've worked their entire lives and now have been relying on this red, white, and blue Medicare card 
like you talked about. Yeah. And maybe on a fixed income and and may have limited options. But how can I meet, how can we as Heart to Heal meet them where they're at and teach them to maybe supplement what we can offer with that red, white, and blue card? Um, because it is going to be a balance of both. Um, but it's going to be one conversation at a time because people are so ingrained in this medical industrial complex. Yeah, they and are. And it's so hard. Um, but yet having providers who've already come to us like emergency room physicians and surgeons who already respect the preventative side of medicine has just been such a huge blessing. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit about my background and why yeah, I'm I like that. so you know, passionate in this. It, well, there's a reason we connected and I don't believe in coincidences. And I mean, you are preaching to the choir because mm-hmm. the goal of our pharmacy um, for years, and then I wrote a book and then we have a podcast is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. Mm-hmm. Um, in in chapter, so one of the things that make my, makes my book different, I, I think a lot of us will agree on, on, um, you know, that our healthcare system might not be the best, but mm-hmm. I think there's some people that disagree on how to fix it. And, and that's one of the things that I do in my book is I go through a six-step solution on how to fix the healthcare system. And the very first step is people have to be in charge. The patient has to be in charge of their own health. And in that chapter, in chapter six, I have a little quote at the top from myself that says this, the best health insurance we have is not some kind of policy that we can buy. Mm-hmm. It's how we take care of ourselves. Period. Yeah. And, and our system is not very good at all about keeping people healthy. In fact, I honestly believe diabetes is a perfect example. Type 2 diabetes. Yes. You know, there is no reason to be on medications. I'm a pharmacist and I'll argue this till I'm blue in the face. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to ever be on medications for diabetes, at least long term, not for type 2 diabetes ever, ever, yeah. ever. But we love prescribing them and just keep giving it to them and bragging about their A1C numbers. And when in reality, it is a diet issue. It is a lifestyle issue and you can completely reverse it. But guess Mm -hmm. what? If you reverse it, then the system doesn't make money. I honestly believe that. Yes, it's very true. It's very true. Anybody that's worked inside of of a healthcare system, they realize that. And and they make a lot of money off diabetics with diabetics, diabetes education and all these other supplemental people that that um, get paid, whether it be the uh, the the pharmacy, the drug company. um, You know, they they don't want to cure diabetes. And it's, you know, um, the list goes on with the chronic diseases that we treat that are can be reversible by lifestyle. Period. Yep. (laughs) Because our bodies were not designed to be sick. No, no. And just like you say, with, you know, with what we've been fighting for the last three years, I mean, you know, our bodies have been fighting viruses for thousands of years. Yeah. Period. Yes. Um, Vaccines have really only been out for about 70 years, Mm -hmm. largely. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't wipe us out thousands of years ago. So if we take care of our bodies and we have good hygiene. Yeah. Um, we should be able to respond appropriately. Yes, exactly. Yeah, our family has been a perfect case study for that. Um, on the like, my children, you know, have they have fought every virus they've ever that's ever been thrown at them, and have never been prescribed an antibiotic. Not one of my kids has ever taken an antibiotic. 
Awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Good for yeah. you. So, Amanda, as we, as we uh, wind this podcast up, what are some parting words you would like to have? Well, I just really, you know, it's been a, um, it's been a wild ride. It's been less than 12 months, 11 months almost to the day uh, since we started to expand and have this conversation within our community. And if you're listening to this podcast and you've been a part of that since um, earlier in 2022, first of all, we thank you for your patience. <laughs> it has been a lot of work and we have I've really just been looking for you know, wherever the opportunity arises, you know, wherever God brings us the next opportunity, we just keep taking one step at a time. Um, but just continue to pray for us. And I think as, as you'll see over the next, like I said, within the next 60 days, um, some changes here on our website, we're excited to start serving people. Um, and if you're in a community that you don't feel like you have um, a place that you would consider uh, safe where you're not going to be faced with questions or masking or mandates or coercion that you're concerned about. Um, even if you just need someone to reach out to, to say, do you know anyone in my area who might help me? Or do you think you can help me? Um, I know that especially here in Idaho, where our population is so concentrated um, to the Treasure Valley area and then in Northern Idaho, our rural areas, you know, we want this community to expand. Um, and so reach out to us if you have questions. Um, the email address that's on the website, it's, you know, we monitor it all the time. Um, and if you are a provider who's looking for something, we also do want to hear from you. Um, but we're here to serve. We're here to um, to grow this, this mission um, it's, we are, we're trusting the Lord that he'll provide when we need the next step. Um, and so we just want to get the word out and we just thank you guys so much. And we are, um, we will be reaching out to you guys. Actually, I might even be driving through Moses Lake on Friday, awesome. Sean. Um, <laughs> so, but we'll be reaching out and just ways that we can, um, just get the resources that we need, um, to serve. And we have had, uh, like I, I did mention, we've got a couple uh, different lawyers and um, also a couple, uh, two CPAs that we are working with. And we just know then, you know, they, and I guess I should say too, we've also, at this point, we know what we're doing is pioneering in this country. Um, and the, one of the lawyers that we work with, she sets up PMAs all over um, the United States. And so she's speaking to us that no one has the vision for the vision that we've been given. No one else has that she has heard that. And, and we're, we're not shying away from that. Um, and so keep in touch, um, keep in touch for expansion for, uh, you know, we, as a board, we have a real mission to work this template and be able to pass it on. And ultimately our vision is to have a full functioning hospital. And so um, whether that means flying in, whatever that looks like, um, that, that is our, our long-term vision. And so just, uh, keep in touch with what we're doing and we're here to share as much as we possibly can. I love it. I love it, Amanda. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today and helping realize our goal, which is to educate and empower mm -hmm. individuals yes. to take charge of their own health. So I thank you, Amanda. We will definitely keep in touch. Perfect. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Listeners, yeah. Thank you. Listeners and viewers. Thank you for tuning in today. Thursday, um, 
special edition of our podcast on our midweek podcast. It will be just me and maybe Janet. We will be traveling uh, to Florida and I'll be barefoot water skiing and I'll give you a quick update on something. So comment, ask me what you'd like to hear about on health and wellness and I will talk about it. So thank you for tuning in. Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you. Thank you.